I hope this is recording. <laughs> Let's be honest. I don't even know. I have been sitting here for the past. Well, hold on. Let me let me do the intro. Uh, if you didn't know this, uh, what? Well, nah, screw it. I'll do the intro in a second. Uh, okay, so I've been sitting here for the past, I would say, three minutes. Try to start this at 6 o'clock. Now it's 6.04. It just, it just turned 6.04. I've been trying to record the stupid episode of the stupid show that nobody listens to. And it's been uh, taking forever because uh, this stupid audition wants to not rec. First of all, not recognize the microphone. But then I know, I know, I'm trying to be positive, but I know it's going to happen in a second. This thing's going to crash, and I'm going to lose the audio, and I'll be very pissed. So, welcome back to the Constitutional Podcast. <laughs> this is <laughs> I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is a premiere podcast for the website seamlesscomedy.com. Like I said, it's a website. Go there. All right, now we got that out of the way. There's gonna, I know, it's just gonna happen. There's something wrong with uh, Adobe products, where they keep, or if one doesn't work, then another, uh, then another works. If another one doesn't work, then uh, the other one works. <sighs> it's only Premiere and Audition I keep having troubles with. I need to stop putting so many features in them. <laughs> stop developing, stop developing them, and we will just work on the issues at hand. You know, last week I was thinking. When I was uh, recording this last episode last week, it was a lot of there's a lot of stuff to fit in there. I tend to do that with these. I tend to put too much of that, too much of whatever I want to talk about for that week. And this week has been very busy because I I am looking for, for a place to live and a job. <laughs> oh my gosh, the restaurant closed down forever. So uh, there's that. I'm I'm down one job. Still have two more, which is fine, but. Yeah, I don't want to continue doing them. I want to do other stuff. I want to do stuff that makes me use my brain instead of my body. My shoulder, I got to be honest, my shoulder is killing me. It's the same shoulder that was hurting me when I was doing UPS. And I'm afraid what might happen. You know, God forbid, knock on wood. I'm afraid what might happen if I continue lifting heavy things, going to the gym, and then also lifting heavy things and moving them. That's why I take it slow when I move, when I do moves. Hey, hey guys, you guys got to slow down. <laughs> It's hurting. I'm, I'm hurting a lot. And then I just I just picked up another move on uh, Friday, nine to two. It's gonna be a five hour job. Jesus, Jiminy Christmas. Then I'm working Saturday too. I still need to find a place to live and a job, a real job, not a job where I'm just making meager wages. My shoulder is killing me. All right, let's get let's get on to talk about. It. This is that's what the Constitutionals is. It's an audio diary. And again, if no one's listening to it, you know, one day, one day, C plus comedy is going to be huge or news time is going to blow up. Something's going to happen to where that not negative, not negative. It's going to be very positive. Not like I murder a bunch of people because that won't happen. I'm afraid of jail. <laughs> like I won't murder a bunch of people and then, and then police are and then everybody in the world's combing through my my life, <laughs> the website, my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook the YouTube channel to see if I, if I've ever done or said anything bad, that'd be horrible. That'd be the worst thing, but that would be a good way for people to, get, to go to seaplesscounty.com. So all I have to do is commit a really big crime. Oh my gosh. One, one that's so big that everybody takes notice of seaplesscounty.com, but not so big that I don't go to jail or, or, and, or are killed. <laughs> Go to jail and die. <laughs> that's why I put the Andor in there. That would be horrible. That'd be the that'd be the worst way to get a comedy website looked at. 
like before it, like what if split cider didn't sell to a vulture, which is congratulations to them. I wish I could sell this stupid website to somebody <laughs> so I can, so I can stop updating it. <laughs> no, I love, I love uh C comic and news time and uh, the constitutionals. I'm trying to create a uh, LLC slash production company name before C comedy.com. So I can stop telling people it's C comedy. I can do something else that that C comedy falls falls under the umbrella of. See, it's important to create an LLC so that if you if something legally happens, then the LLC can take the fall versus the thing that you own. I think that's that's how it was explained to me. That I mean that's at least how I understand it. So like uh if Alphabet Alphabet is the is what Google is. Google created Alphabet to be, I guess, the parent company. And so Alphabet takes the hit instead of Google proper. So Google and then Google proper broke off into what the search engine and like the socials and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know how it explains. It's very late in the day and I just got back from a move and I'm recording this. I'm recording this at least two hours earlier than I usually do. So far, so good. We're about five minutes in. It's five and a half minutes in. I'm doing uh, not exemplary. I would say less than that. But let's move on to talk about stuff that's not my life because uh, honestly, that's going downhill. Let's talk about Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. There is a new set, a new batch of episodes. I'll call it a new batch. I'm not even going to call it a new season. Well, it is a new season, but it's a new batch. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt started out as an NBC show, NBC pilot. Uh, NBC decided not to pick it up. Netflix picked it up. First season, phenomenal. It's great. It's great TV. I will say, though, as the show goes on, <laughs> especially with that theme song, it is, it is a show that is really dedicated to the past. Because the theme song is, um, oh my God, it's not epic rap battles. Who does the auto-tune the news? Auto-tune the news did their theme song, I believe. Uh, and uh, hold on, let me double check this. Who did the theme song? Music. The show's theme on Breakable. Well, yeah, the Gregory Brothers, who did uh, auto-tune the Shmo, Shmo, Shmoyoho. Not auto-tune. They did auto-tune the news. Yeah, Shmoyoho. I'm not crazy. Shmoyoho. And uh, they were they were hot for you know all of 2007. I don't understand how are how are they how are they so popular for so long? They said that it's still they did Songify the election featuring Blondie, Joseph Gordon Levitt, Will Not Yankovic. That's election Songify the election 2016. I will listen to that. Songify election 2012. Ed Bass, bass master. I, I can't believe they got what's going on. Leave Tom Brady alone. So <laughs> you know, you, you know them. It's the, the, uh, auto tune news guys, auto tune news people. They did the theme song. Theme song has not gone. <laughs> it is still there for the past three years, four years. Uh, and it is still uh, very annoying, but I think the first season is great. The second season was fine. The third season was, I was a little peeved when I was watching it that, uh, because I, it was my own, my own issues. Uh, but I think the third season was, uh, a fine too. The entire series is good. I like the entire series. It's, it's a very funny show. Very well-written show. Very Tina Fey-esque. You can hear, you can see the Tina Fey. Like if Mindy Kaling's shows, like Champions, there's a lot of ADR in that one compared, uh, you know, uh, that one and the Mindy Project, a lot of ADR in her work. <laughs> I mean, which is not to say that it's bad, but there's a lot of ADR where they can just record different jokes and everything. I really like how last week I turned the microphone back to 
the way it should be recording. So now I can just, I can, I can lean around and it sounds good in the headphones and everything. So Ray Will Kimmy Schmidt came back for season four and, uh, but it's only the first half of season four. The other half will drop next year. I don't know why they're doing this. I really, Netflix has been doing this a lot lately and I really uh, disapprove of it because it's not good. Not how a show that drops six episodes all at once should work. You know, it's fine for Breaking Bad and it's fine for Mad Men, which both notably did that. And I hated that as well because they did eight episodes and they, and they called them part of the same season. And I think uh, the Sopranos did them as well, did the same thing. And when their when their show was ending, I think season six and season six, part one, season six, part two, because I remember because I was watching. I used to watch that show. Uh, this is how I watched that show. We didn't have HBO. And I would go to the library the Roswell public library and I would, they had the Sopranos there on DVD. I'd check it out and I watched the show. That's how I did. That's how I got through a large part of the show. And you know what? I forgot a large part of the show. (laughs) So season four dropped uh, May 30th that last week. And I watched two episodes a day, normally how I do things. And, and with these, the the issue is with this sixth season. This it's really it's really tight knit. The story, uh, for the well the main story, uh, Kimmy has a new job and uh, Jacqueline is trying to get work for Titus because she's repping representing him <laughs> with her company White Talent, and uh, Lillian is his her her husband Artie. Her new husband, her new beau, died. They killed him off screen, which sucks. Which I don't like it when comedies do that. Don't do that. Just keep the character or don't even introduce him in the first place. And uh, so and so she's she's got to deal with the family. Uh, and that's pretty much it. So we have six episodes of Kimmy, Kimmy and, and the gang going through mishaps until they find out, until we basically find out what the last half of the season is going to be about. So Kimmy's going to write a book. Titus is making is acting in a show for YouTube Brown, which is a great joke against YouTube Red. Uh, Jacqueline, something I don't know what's going on with her, and Lillian, Busy Phillips is there, and uh, Lillian is uh, in charge of Busy Phillips's money because she's the daughter who has a trust fund for Artie. There you go. That's the entire series. But there's, but it's very tight knit, and they make a they they dedicate one episode to true crime documentaries, like how they're done on Netflix or HBO, and uh, it it's all about John Hamm's character, Richard Wayne Gary Wayne, or DJ Slizzard. Very funny. It was it was it was a fine episode. I thought I thought it was fine. I really I like it when uh I mean if if it, even if the joke doesn't land all the way, I like it when a show breaks format. My community broke format a lot, which is good, especially for a network show. Fantastic. I would say, I think that's pretty much it. That's all I can remember right now. I'm only thinking of network shows. I like when a show breaks format. A bottle episode's great. New Girl broke format sometimes. Wasn't always good. Period. I want to move right on to another Netflix show, Arrested Development. They had season five pop out, pop out, pop out pop up uh, amidst all of the trouble that <laughs> with the men who were defending Jeffrey Tambor's uh, outburst to Jessica Walter boy I boy if you want to if you want to hear something go listen to those guys defend uh, Jeffrey Tambor all the men in the cast except for Michael Sarah go listen to that 
and then hear Alia Shockett defend Jessica Walter <laughs> and then Jessica Walter crying on tape. It is heartbreaking. So season five dropped again. Another first part. Stop doing it. Just either drop the entire thing or don't. Season four, when it was recut, uh, I think I talked about that last week. I'm in the middle. I'm not even in the middle. I'm at the top of watching it. And it is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not good. And season five, I'm only two episodes into that. I had to, I just skipped the rest of season four because I, I mean, I've already seen it, but I just want to see what the new re-edited episodes look like. Season five is just so tough to get through sometimes. It's, it's a lot of remember what happened and it's a lot of which I, and I know I guarantee there's, there's at least each one of the season five episodes goes to about 28 minutes long and they want this show to be syndicated. I guarantee that the episode that uh, all the narration it's, it's the, all I remember this, what happened is uh Ron Howard recoup. Re, uh, yeah. <laughs> recouping, uh, reca- catching you got catching up the audience to what happened in the last season. If we forgot, cause of course we have because season four dropped in 2013 and it's now five years later. Even though the the show still takes place in 2015. Really? Yeah. So yeah, because we're three years back. Oh my God. Anyway. So it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for Ron Howard, who's getting and he's and he has he tells a lot of jokes in there too. And he's a lot of, it's really self-referential, uh, which is fine, but it's a it's it's do you remember this? Do you hey, I know you don't remember this, but do you remember this? And it's asking it's asking a lot of the viewer to pay attention to that. And then you can tell it's a flashback because I put in that, the classic white I'm draw I'm doing it with my hands. <laughs> this is an audio medium. I'm doing my hands and that white boxing and they have the screen, uh, they have the screen and then they have the white boxing, the rest of the development boxing. It's very annoying. And so what I'm getting at is I guarantee when they, for syndication, when this gets to 100 episodes and they start airing it on TV again, around the, around the country, around the world, they're going to cut out the six minutes of narration guarantee it because each episode is over it's at least 28 minutes long at least and they're going to they're going to cut out that narration that's all the recouping i don't think i'm using that right recouping and i mean but the green screen is better here if there is any in season four you can you you look at a character and you just look at the background and you can see the blue fuzzies on them and you know it's green screen and it is hor it is so annoying it's so very annoying and I understand that in 2013, each one of these people was very busy, <laughs> very, very busy. Uh, Jason Bateman's probably filming 19 movies at once. Portia de Rossi's probably hanging out with her wife, Ellen. Will Arnett is uh, doing Lego Batman stuff <laughs> as if that's the only work he can get. I don't know if Flake's coming back. I've never seen Flake on Netflix, but I doubt that it's coming back. If it does, good for him. Uh, Michael Sarah is touring the country, touring the country as a uh, musician. All your shock at is doing whatever. Tony Hale is uh was probably busy doing Veep. David Cross, I don't know what he's up to. He's probably doing with Bob and David at that point. Was that three years ago? Was that five years ago? Wow. No, that was I don't know. Jeffrey Tambor was doing transparent. Was <laughs> very past tense. And Jessica Walter was uh rocking it. And Ron Howard, he can just sit down and do stuff. But when, but there's so, there's so much, there's so much that they're asking for you. They're just saying, Hey, remember this, remember that, remember this. And the green screen was horrible in season four. And it's so prevalent. (laughs) It's so prevalent. And now that they recut it in the 22 episodes, it is so prevalent. 
And then expect, and then so in this one, it took about in season five, it took about uh, they dropped what eight episodes so far. It took I would say three. Yeah, yeah. It took three episodes until the entire family. Well, not even the entire family. That most of the family was back together because even at that point. They didn't have maybe they didn't have Michael Sarah who were off doing their own things. Uh, all you shock at and uh, Michael Sarah off doing their own things and Buster's in jail. Oh, spoiler. He might've killed Lucille too. <laughs> oh my God. There's just so much. It is just not good. You know, and sometimes you just want a good thing to die. Season three was the last one. I'm looking at a vulture article that ranked every episode of rest of development. A lot of season four episodes at the bottom three. No, one, you can't fault season episodes, season one and three. Those are made in 2002, 2001 and 2003, respectively. Imagine if that show didn't get canceled. Remember Sit Down, Shut Up? That is such, it was not a good show. That was a Fox show. <laughs> Will Arnett was on that show and Jason Bateman. I th- and uh, so many people. Mitchell Hurwitz did create that show. Wow, it's crazy. It was Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, Kristen Chenoweth, Will Forte, Tom Kenny, Nick Kroll, Cherry O'Terry, Keenan Thompson, and Henry Winkler. It was a cartoon show on Fox that aired in 2009 that <laughs> was about teachers teaching. <laughs> it was not good, but I loved watching it because it had all of those people in it. Especially somebody like Keenan because, you know, he, he, acts a, he acts a lot, but not enough. I wonder what's going to happen after he leaves SNL. He's been on there for, th- tw- uh, let's do the math, 2003, 15 years. I want him to, he's the longest running cast member. I want him to make it to 20. Whatever happened to Maya and Marty? That was a variety show <laughs> on NBC <laughs> that they made such a big stink about bringing back variety shows. And it has so many famous people, Jimmy Fallon, Tom Hanks, Larry David, Steve Martin. That's just in the first episode. Amy Poehler, Seinfeld, Forte, Kevin Klein, Anna Gasteyer, Sean Hayes. Well, that was pre-Will uh, & Grace coming back. Emma Stone, Kelly Ripper. That was probably in the... No. Yeah, yeah, because that was 2016. July 2016 is when it ended. And they, then they shot that short for Will & Grace. I'm just rambling. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, best time ever with Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, my gosh. I remember that show. That was a variety show. Yeah, that got canceled. Man, that was that was a fun show to watch. That was uh, 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 you. You'd be in the audience, and then uh, Neil Patrick Harris would invite you on stage, and then you'd participate in like crazy games. Your family would participate in crazy games because your family would surprise you somehow. And then uh, they would have a guest announcer like Reese Witherspoon or Tyler Perry or Reba McIntyre. <laughs> and then they have uh, a sing along with a faint like Love Shack by the B Fifty Twos. You do a sing along with them. Oh my god. That was such a crazy show. All right, I'm going to move on to the last thing. I got way off topic there. Uh, the Break with Michelle Wolf. The Break with Michelle Wolf. That was a, it's a, another talk show. Uh, I do. We. I'm going to. I'm going to say it one more time. Does everybody need their own talk show? Not that I'm jealous or anything, but it's uh, it's it's fine. It's a very loud show because Michelle is a very loud person. Uh, I mean. I, I'm not going to liken it to the daily show because she did work on that show and everybody's show is different. Uh, but it's another weekly show. It's about the news. What's different from this show compared to every other comedian led talk show uh, is that Michelle does, I think about 10 minutes of stand up up top. 
which is probably too long. <laughs> and I've only seen the first episode, but she does 10 minutes of stand up, <laughs> which is her monologue. Uh, but she does. She, but I call it stand up because she's holding the mic in her hand, which is fine, but might be too long. We can just cut that down. A lot of my issue, one of my biggest issues with these streaming shows, especially on Netflix, is that people are so afraid to cut things. Just cut things. Just because you can go long doesn't mean you should. Stranger Things episodes shouldn't be longer than 46 minutes. <laughs> and I've only seen season one of Stranger Things, and I don't want to see it again. It's not a fine. I don't like it. All right. Last thing I want to talk about before I head out. <laughs> Is uh all right, so there's been a lot of issues on the Lethal Weapon set. A lot of issues, mostly pertaining to the actors, uh, the lead actors who <laughs> lead the series. Uh now I say actors because it's not all Riggs. The guy Clan Crawford is what you might have heard. It's not all him. It's uh a lot of it was I mean not a lot, but some of it was Danny Wayne's senior, which sucks because he's a very funny guy. But apparently I'm looking right now. I'm looking at an article called from Variety called "Lethal Weapon," uh, <laughs> "Lethal Weapon: Colon Inside the Onset Clashes That Nearly Killed the Fox Series." Exclusive from Variety, written by Daniel Holloway and Monica Gleberman. Gleberman, <laughs> dang it! I was gonna say I was gonna say Gleberman, and then I said Gleberman like a moron. But it sucks. I mean, the article's, the article's uh, fantastic, wonderful. It's a v- very long read, but it's a very good le- read. Uh, but it sucks to hear that probably my favorite show on broadcast, my favorite hour-long drama procedural <laughs> on broadcast, because my favorite show on broadcast is probably Craziest Girlfriend, then The Simpsons. But after that, uh, Blackish, Fresh Off the Boat, Speechless, <laughs> The Middle, it's over, The Goldbergs, <laughs> Life in pe- Life in Pieces. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, uh, Jane, the Virgin, <laughs> the flash. That's it. Um, okay. So it, it sucks, but it sucks to hear that, uh, uh, Damon Wayne's too, not Damon Wayne's junior. Damon Wayne's is also a, a garbage man, a trash human. So I'm just gonna skim over this cause I already read through it and I don't want to read this again. And this episode's already going too long, <laughs> already too long. That's <laughs> So what I'm gonna say about me when I go on a date. Uh, so, so the, the so there are two issues. Uh, Crawford apparently yelled at some kids. I watched. You have to watch the video. They have video too. They have video and audio, and it's so crazy. So uh, they were shooting at a public pool. The pool was supposed to be shut down. It it wasn't, and so they had to film around all these kids screaming and stuff. And Crawford is on camera. You can hear him. Can somebody shut these effing kids up? Can we can we shut them up? The kids are at earshot. And this guy's just yelling. And then another one is uh, he was directing an episode where uh, and then there ha- there was an explosion and uh, and a piece of shrapnel hit Damon Wayans in the head. He was bleeding. So, yeah. So there's that. And so and Crawford apologized for those two incidents. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> that just I don't think he should have been fired. <laughs> but the issue is that. um Lethal Weapon isn't isn't owned by Fox. It's not created by a Fox studio. So they could have canceled it if they wanted to. So they recasted Clay Crawford's role. Actually, I don't know what happened to Riggs. I haven't watched the season finale because I've been holding off on it. But apparently Riggs is going to go away for season three. And it's uh, season three. They're going to introduce a different character, completely different character uh, for Murtaugh to work with. 
It's going to be played by Sean William Scott. He's going to be played by Sean William Scott. I and uh, so in the penultimate episode of second season, they introduced uh, Riggs's dad came to town. He got released from jail, and there's another young. There's a he has a son. He's another son, and I was hoping wouldn't it be great if they just just to keep it in continuity and continuity. Uh, now and now Murtaugh is captain to keep it in continuity. They should just have Sean William Scott play the cousin of Riggs. And then he would be the Riggs that's in the movies. That'd just be easy. And then that way we can have, and his name is Martin as well. We can have another Martin Riggs or they call him Marty Riggs or his middle name is Martin, but everybody, but his name's like Eric Riggs, <laughs> Stifler Riggs. Oh my gosh. I just want this is I just want my head cannon to be right. It also sucks because I just watched both episodes of the Lucifer season finale. That show was canceled as well. And uh Lucifer showed Chloe that he's the devil for real. He actually his face, his devil face was there. It sucks. It's really good. Anyway, uh so apparently and so and for on uh on Wayne's terms, on Wayne's for Wayne's side, he had introduced another a director called named uh, Eric Lane Whoville. He directed two episodes. Apparently there was tension on there as well because uh, he was he a lot of people don't like him. <laughs> uh, let's see. During the filming of season two's fifth episode, Lawnville butted heads with multiple actors, including Crawford. Sources say Lawnville was uncomfortable with the assertiveness with which actors made actors made suggestions during uh, reading regarding dialogue and blocking and their desire to improvise while filming. That's just a director who just wants to follow everything to the T and it isn't open. You should just do it. Just it's a, it's a group effort. You're just cause you're director. Then you're in charge. Cause I guarantee Spielberg accepts. He's someone says if you, if they have the take like two or three times, uh, and also this is television, so do what you got to do. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure somebody says, Hey, or Tom Hanks will go to Spielberg and go, Hey, Hey man, it'd be cool if I say, uh, 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 wall instead of terrace. I don't know. Uh, let's see. One actor told producers after the first day of shooting episode five, that they no longer wish to work with them on future episodes directed by Lawnville, who also declined to comment for the story. Lawnville, it might be your fault. <laughs> uh, let's see. And that and that was a director that was directing the episode in which Crawford screamed <laughs> at the public pool in Los Angeles. All right, uh, I, I was going to play the video, but I just saw that there's explicit language and there's no cursing on this on this TV show. <laughs> there's no cursing on this podcast. What are we doing? What am I even doing in my life? All right, so let's wrap this up. Uh, let's see. Moving on, moving on. I want to scroll down beginning with the production of episode 10 in October. Warner brothers. Oh yeah. Okay. So, so Clay Crawford and, uh, day Williams jr. were fighting so much. I really wish I could just play this audio, but I really don't want to. There was, uh, so they, so they, so moments before the, uh, uh, they were shooting a scene together. Crawford this is after this is after like a day after uh, the shrapnel explosion that hit Damon Wayans in the head. Crawford was telling Wayans, "You're the biggest crybaby uh, p-word I've ever met in my life." And Wayans responding, "Well, suck, suck this p-words, d-word." <laughs> it's funny because I curse all the time, but I want this to be a clean show, and that's what that's what they were saying. That's and that's the extent of the video. They were just saying that over and over again. Just two grown adult men fighting. Damon Wayans 
probably one of the richest comedian television comedians in the world. That's how he's fighting. <sighs> okay. After, okay, so let's see. So they spoke to crew members. After the escalating tension with Klain, it was my belief that Eric left, uh, felt he could not be effective. He was just, 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 uh, anyway. So when it came next to this next scene, he just metaphorically threw up his hands and let Klain and the stunt coordinator deal with the whole scene. That's basically how the remainder of the scene was shot. And that was, uh, I think that's the public pool thing. The public pool thing. That following morning, Lawnville left production. Matt Barber, the show's editor, finished directing the episode, uncredited. Listen to this. Warner Brothers withheld $40,000 from Crawford's pay to compensate Barber for his work on the episode. Crawford agreed to undergo counseling at the studio's request. Lawnville was signed to direct an episode of Lethal Weapon in season three, with producers holding an additional episode for him, schedule permitting. Boy, oh boy. All right, so then then October, episode 10. uh, October... Posted, uh, uh, Warner Brothers got security staff for the Lethal Weapon set. Then they hired another producer, Frank Waldeck, to help defuse tension on set because he is a, a veteran producer. He knows how to he knows how to work with actors. What else? What else has Frank Waldeck done? Let's see. This just it sucks so much that this even has to happen. All right, I'm on his Wikipedia. I'm on his IMDb. He worked on the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. That's a fine film. He worked on CSI as a producer for 12 years. Wow. Crime Scene Investigation with Ted Dance on. Ted Dance off. And, oh, yeah, that's where a majority of his work came from. Yeah, he's a veteran, all right. Jeez. Jiminy Christmas. Okay. So, that's Frank Waldeck. The tension, however, hit a breaking point in March. Variety Reds. Holloway Reds. And uh, the other person. Uh, Glean, Glean Breck. <laughs> when Crawford directed the uh, season's 20th episode, Crawford and Wayans were shooting a scene that involved special effects explosion. During shooting, Wayans was struck in the back of the head with a piece of shrapnel, suffering a laceration. Wayans said he was fine, one crew member said, adding that he refused medical attention. Short, uh, shortly thereafter, he left the set, and the remainder of the scene was shot with Wayne's stunt double adding in for the act, standing in for the actor. Wayne's assistant was seen later using his phone to take video of playback from the incident on the, uh, one of the production's monitors. Now, if you haven't seen the the Damon Wayans when Clay Crawford when this all, all this came to light about two months ago, Damon Wayans uploaded a video on Twitter, no, a picture on Twitter of his head. And it did look, it did look, he, he was injured. He was bleeding. It was bad. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it was bad. He shouldn't have been hit in the first place is what I'm saying. Um, all right. <laughs> so then there's the argument where Crawford called him uh, a P word. And then Wayne said, uh, S my D word. <laughs> okay. I got to keep going. And then you should really, really read the transcript because it is just a lot of dashes. <laughs> According to multiple accounts, Wayne and Crawford shot the first part of the scene in which they exchanged dialogue before entering the office building. Wayne's then approached one of the producers and said that he would not shoot a subsequent portion of the scene that involved a gunfight in the building, saying that he wasn't comfortable doing any stunt work following the previous day's accident or being directed in a stunt scene by Crawford after the profane exchange the two had the moments earlier. So then the uh, stunt double shot the rest of the scene. Crawford informed of Wayne's decision, went to Wayne's trailer to speak with him. On the way, this is my favorite part, he encountered Wayne's assistant and the two exchanged profanities. <laughs> a crew member on hand attempted to separate the two men. Men. <laughs> men. That means Damon Wayne's assistant is a man. 
and he was about to get in a fight with Clay Crawford. Wayne's exited the trailer and joined the fray. Here's my favorite part. Here's my second favorite part, as did executive producer Matthew Miller. <laughs> Matthew Miller had to hop in. Then the security came in and broke up the encounter. Wayne's left the set and production shut down for the day. Why? Why do these people, why do you, you're the two grown men. Why do you have to fight? On probably one of the best shows on broadcast. One of the most entertain most entertaining shows, as I'll say that. Uh, so then... They shot the next day and uh, <laughs> they had a production meeting <laughs> and then Crawford and Wayans would not be in any scenes. The episode was rewritten so that Crawford and Wayans would not be in any scenes together for the remainder of the shooting. Although the altercation now get physical, physical, it heightened the concern that Warner Brothers. Uh, so then uh, so then they had some issues and then Clayne, so then all this came out in, uh, uh, to us, to the, to the people in March and then Clayne Crawford uploaded a very lengthy letter on, on Instagram and he explained what happened. Uh, he just said basically what he was saying that, oh boy, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> it says, so Warner Brothers withheld the 40000 to pay the uh, the show's editor to who was directing the rest of the episode after Lonville left. And in the letter, it says in the letter, Clayne Crawford wrote, it says, I even shared a sizable portion of my paycheck with one of the parties involved per the instruction of the studio. <laughs> they withheld it. They, you didn't share it. May 13th, Fox renewed lethal weapon. Then they got to do a character, which sucks. And so then you see this cut they, they uploaded the picture. Damon Wayne's already deleted his tweet, but you see the cut. Uh, it's not that bad. He is bleeding. It's not that bad, but he's bleeding. If he had hair, It'd probably block it. Uh, <laughs> and then there's just a whole, there's a conspiracy theory, which is where I lost my respect for David Wayans. Here's a conspiracy theory on the way down right after the, right after the photo where Wayans claimed on Twitter that the flyers had been there. There's flyers posted all over the uh, lot of Warner brothers. And it says, I'll read you this tweet since at Warner brothers TV is not defending me at all. Ellipses. Here's another photo of images other people were posting in Atlanta lot. And the picture is it says Clayne Crawford is a is an national emotional terrorist. <laughs> he says, not me. <laughs> the tweet continues, not me. He became uninsurable, uh, relished in making female cry, and stuck fear and cast a crew. <laughs> don't blame hashtag don't blame me. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then uh, in another May 14th tweet, of the 31 people Variety spoke with, none said they recalled <laughs> seeing the, quote, emotional terrorist stickers on the Warner Brothers lot. Damon, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> what are you doing with your life, man? You got to chill out with that. Oh, this, is, this episode is going too long, but I got to finish this. And another May 14th tweet, Wayne's wrote, quote, he hit another actor in the mouth with a bottle of green tea and busted his mouth open. Lance Henrik, uh, Henriksen, a white man. <laughs> Lance Henriksen, a white man. Oh my gosh. So, and so they, uh, so variety included a part of the script, uh, in which th- that included the, uh, the, the bottle toss and, uh, Riggs is supposed to throw the bottle. Clayne Crawford's character was to toss a bottle of green tea to, to Lance Henriksen, uh, per, and then here's, here's variety per a cast member and a high ranking crew member. Henriksen had trouble catching the bottle in multiple takes and the Kleinman Crawford asked if the scene should be changed so that he would hand Henriksen the bottle. <laughs> Finally, one of the tosses is missing Henriksen in the face. 
Witnesses described the incident as a minor accident. And filming continued. I'm only halfway through the article. What is going on? This is two childish men fighting. All right, we're almost done. We're almost done. Uh, in multiple conversations, casting, several cast and crew members described Crawford as a warm and passionate about his work. The prone, unprofessional outburst went frustrated, which is fine. Because if you have not been, I mean, in a lot of the jobs I've worked, no one should be yelling at anybody. Yes, true. But in a lot of the jobs, jobs that I have worked, uh, people have been yelled at. It's fine. I've yelled at somebody. I've been yelled at a lot. You're just going to have to deal with it, <laughs> to be completely honest. Uh, sometimes sometimes people just, especially serving, uh, I've done it. Uh, I've yelled at dogs while dog walking. I have not. I haven't. I've not done that. Uh, I've yelled at, so I've been yelled at serving. I've had to yell at one person serving. Uh, no, I don't think I have. I don't think I have yelled at somebody serving. I've been yelled at in a news station. I've been yelled at uh, at Home Depot. <laughs> I've been yelled at pretty much every single job. I got yelled at for something that happened. I can't, I'm not going to say that because I'm, I signed an NDA. I'm not allowed to talk. Uh, I think, but <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but I've been yelled at pretty much every single job. So it's, I mean, it's just, that's just part of the thing. If the person apologizes, you just accept it. So actors, Kurt Yeager and Tio Briones, who guest starred in Lethal Weapon for one episode each, expressed support for Crawford on Twitter after he was fired from the show. Hillary Burton, who guest starred on six episodes over season one and two, wrote a statement posted on Twitter on May 12th. Quote, the pace at which a show like Lethal Weapon shoots does not always allow for constructive criticism to be warm and fuzzy, but it's my experience that Mr. Crawford genuinely cares about the well-being of every cast and crew member. Others who walked in the show, however, described a more combative Crawford. One crew member described being subjected during a meeting to a fanny lace tirade by Crawford that lasted so long. Another good part. They began to actively tune him out, waiting for the incident to end. Can you imagine? Just have this, have that, blah, 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 blah. And then people looking down at papers going, like whispering to each other, should we, should we, should we move this scene to next week or no? Yeah, I think we should get bagels for lunch. <laughs> Just weird stuff like that. So apparently a bunch of people, uh, when Crawford was fired, a bunch of people who were tight with him, the number of, uh, uh, a, a bunch, like a bunch of people, uh, below the line were fired along with him. So here's what Variety wrote. And although some below the line turnover on the broadcast drama is expected between seasons, the number of crew members not being asked back for season three is high. <laughs> Warner Brothers has, according to sources, moved quickly to make significant changes on set, notifying roughly a quarter of the show's nearly hundreds on set crew members that they're not being asked. That means almost they said nearly uh, they said roughly a quarter. So about 25 people out of 100. That's a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of new people that had to be teamed. Uh, all right. So anyway, trained. All right. So, all right. So here's, here's the biggest thing. This is why this episode is going long. Cause I, I had to get to this part and I think it is so funny. So Wayne's is coming back obviously, but apparently he was also difficult to work with. He was also a very tough cookie to crack. You don't crack cookies. You crack eggs. Here's variety again. A copy of an internal memo obtained by variety was sent by a member of Wayne's was sent by a member of Wayne's personal team to production staffers ahead of season one, including three pages of detailed instructions about Wayne's diet. Here it is. Here it is. Quote, 
All caps. Damon must be given food every 2.5 hours. All caps. The memo read. Quote, even if he's in the middle of a scene or doesn't want at the moment, please make sure he's aware of the food. He's aware that the food is there for him and where the food will be. <laughs> what kind of child? <laughs> what kind of child are you that you a need to be reminded that you need to be fed and b that there's not even a writer. It's just a memo. That's like the Steve Harvey memo. Oh my God. I got to look that up. Steve. Harvey memo where it was where he where he doesn't want people talking to him. Do not approach me. This is from Variety again. But everybody got a deadline Hollywood border. But all right, so here's the memo. Oh, I'll, here, here's Steve Harvey's memo. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> and then I'd like you all to review and add here to the following notes and rules for season five of my talk show. <laughs> There will be no meetings in my dressing room. No one stopping by or popping in. Capital no one. <laughs> do not come in. Don't, do not come to my dressing room unless invited. Do not open my dressing room door. <laughs> All caps. If you open my door, expect to be removed. <laughs> my security team will stop everyone from standing at my door who have the intent to see or speak to me. <laughs> Oh my God. I want all the ambushing to stop now. That includes TV staff. You must schedule an appointment. I have been taken advantage of by my lenient policy in the past. This ends now. <laughs> Capital, no more. Do not approach me <laughs> while I'm in makeup. While I'm in the makeup chair. Unless I ask to speak with you directly. Either knock or use the doorbell. <laughs> That's as crazy as as uh um Matt Lauer having a button under his desk to lock a door, which is, I mean, that's the craziest thing, but this is uh, close to that. <laughs> it continues. I am seeking more free time for me throughout the day. <laughs> Steve Harvey, who are you? Do not wait in any hallway to speak to me. I hate being ambushed. <laughs> Second time <laughs> he mentions being ambushed. Please make an appointment. Third time he mentioned an appointment, I believe. I promise you, I will, I will promise you, I will not entertain you in the hallway and do not attempt to walk with me. <laughs> Imagine if West, imagine West Wing if all of the walking down the hallway scenes were cut. It was just Alice and Jenny walking by herself. If you're reading this, yes, I mean you. Everyone, do not take offense to the new way of doing business. It is for the good of my personal life and enjoyment. Thank you all, Steve Harvey. This is the greatest thing I've ever read in my life. Okay, so here's Damon Wayans, which is even crazier. Okay, an additional memo from the same team member noted, quote, nap time is a big, big thing for Damon. Nap time is a big, big thing for Damon. Big, big guys, especially during lunch. After he's had lunch, he'll want to be left alone until absolutely necessary. Uh, Apparently, Wayans also didn't like to participate in table reads for the show. Uh, per an email require, acquired by a variety and sent by production by production coordinator uh, to multiple Lethal Weapon crew members, Miller instructed that Wayans be provided with his own set of sides for every episode that included only his lines and excluded the lines of all of the other actors. The email described a multi-purpose, a multi-step process for the printing and approval of the sides. Quote, if revisions came out after all of this had been done, the process must be repeated. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, one crew member, 
uh, comparing Crawford and Wayans told Variety, quote, I would rather work every day with an actor who comes in prepared and knows their lines and is passionate about their role and cares about the show and gives 100 percent. Cares about the show, gives 150% of his heart and soul into it than someone who comes in every day and says, I wish the show was canceled. I hate the show. I feel like I'm in jail. It feel, it feel like I'm in jail. Even if he ultimately gives a great performance. Talking about Wayne's. So the crew member, quote, it is unbelievably difficult to work with someone who literally tells everyone that he hates what he does every day. <laughs> and that is what Damon does every day. But another crew member brushed off the notion that working with Wayans was as problematic as working with Crawford, saying, quote, Damon is passive aggressive. He's not aggressive aggressive. I would rather have passive aggressive. Or no, actually, I would rather have neither. Uh, I would rather, you know, I, would, I don't know. It's just so difficult. <laughs> it is just so difficult. Season three starts shooting in July. So that means uh, we got Stifler, Sean William Scott. Sorry. I, I bet he's annoyed being called that. Sean William Scott coming in shooting his scenes joining the team that is so funny though that both of those this is a long episode of this podcast but mostly because i want to read that memo this is the greatest thing i've ever seen in my entire life it is so funny but you know what i mean as crazy as these guys are it's they made a really good show and i just but i just can't believe that damon wayne somebody i've been looking up to for so long is just such a horrible person and you know he might be fine you know offset but he, but if if someone says you hate the show, you probably hate the show. I mean, if Crawford, if the Crawford thing was true, which it was, then you, somebody saying that they hate the show is just that's just that's just more. Oh my god, that was so wonderful. That was so wonderful. I, I but I I hope that Lethal Weapon can learn from this. I hope that everybody can learn from this, and I hope that when I start working on a TV show or a movie, that it is not like that. I hope we're all a family, and I hope we have a good time. Seriously. All right. Anyway, long episode. I'm going to cut this off right now. If you like this, why don't you head on over to the website, cbluescomedy.com, where there's some stuff, I guess. I don't know. You can follow us on Twitter, cbluescomedy. Follow me on Twitter, at Chad Buckwhite. Like us on Facebook. Go to the webpage, youtube.com, slash cbluescomedy. Talk about, that's a TV show. <laughs> I just had a stroke. We're doing a TV show. There's not We're not doing a TV show. There's a weekly news show there called News Time. And I do it every week. I haven't missed a week. Knock on wood. Hopefully I won't miss a week uh, because of my current living arrangements. <laughs> oh boy. I hope I don't miss a week. That would suck. Cause I really enjoy doing news time as much as I say, I hate doing it. I'm joking compared to what David Wade is saying. This week's episode of news time is about, uh, Oh God, I forgot. Oh, uh, the morning shows today's show, CBS this morning and, uh, good morning America. They're all vying for ratings and all the ways that they're doing it, all the ways in which they're fighting for their way. All right. So anyway, so it's an episode about that. Go watch it. It's fine. Next week's episode will be about, uh, E3. Hopefully we'll see. Yeah. Cause E3 is next week. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Bye.